podcast, Johnson. Listen here, see? It's time for... Guns! Games! Cigarettes! Hello, welcome to Guns, Dames, Cigarettes. Uh, Scott, joined by Bill. Bang, gun sound. Yeah. Smoking uh, cigarette and, noises. <laughs> and we are a podcast that discusses uh, film noir. So every other week we take a, a trip through a film noir title and go through it from beginning to end and what we liked, what we didn't like, and... We wade through the back alleys and seedy bars and yeah, shows, that, all that good stuff. Yes, and uh, and and in, in the case of this movie coming up, uh, immediate racism. Yeah, <laughs> immediate <laughs> and repeated. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so this week, uh, well, we're part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. I should say that. That's the word in the street. Yeah, uh, the, the Dorkening dot com. I think. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Off we go. <laughs> so this week we're talking about, uh, it was my choice. Uh, so we're talking about the Blue Dahlia, uh, 1946 Veronica Lake movie. Uh, it's Veronica Lake and, um, and Alan Ladd. They made a few movies together, um, these two. Uh, but yeah, so off we go. Yeah, I was reading about it. as a lot about their height. I don't know if you were. Oh yeah. I don't know. Well, I did, he's he's been purported as either five six or five seven. Yeah, yeah. And so he always had a complex about that. In other movies, they would have taller people. You know, he would stand on a platform, or one of them they dug a ditch, because they were outside, and the tall man stood in the ditch, and he stood on the, the sand that they dug out hmm. from the ditch. Like, I, um, and then I guess I didn't know this is crazy too. Veronica Lake's four eleven. Wow. Okay. I didn't tiny. know that. Yeah. I know uh, she died when she was fifty. Uh, of acute hepatitis. Yep. Uh, and her last movie was Flesh Feast. Yes, I, I saw that today. I'm like, I want to see that, I think. Yeah. She yeah. was a mad doctor. Actually, yeah. he did. He only died in his 50s, too. Uh, uh, like sleeping pills and well, something. It was like, it wasn't, it was a mis- it was, you know, supposedly yeah, like an accident. He, he, mixed, he mixed things that he shouldn't be mixing. Yeah, and then he took a nap, and that was the last nap. Yeah, it's. It's too bad. Veronica Lake, especially, I mean, you look and she's very pretty and talented and just Hollywood did not agree with her. She became like an immediate oh. alcoholic. She did. Yeah, that that was that was kind of with go with the times, though. A lot of people. Yeah. That. Fast living. Right. So this movie starts off with the bus pulling up and you have a uh, watch. Well, we can discuss the credits. I don't Prince remember the credits of this. They they made it seem like to me if I didn't know what kind of movie this was it would have been like some kind of upbeat like possibly musical comedy type thing. Yeah, it was just a lo- it was the logo of the club, the club, right? Yes. Yeah. But the music did not give me uh, the sense that I was about to watch uh, something with a lot of a lot of a uh, kind of pretty violent movie for the times. I'd say. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, so you have three three guys there. We find out they're discharged navy men. Mm-hmm. Um, coming off a bus, and I don't know, they're, they're kind of like not bickering, but they're talking amongst themselves animatedly. Uh, and they go into the first bar that they see. Yeah, you got Johnny, George, and Buzz. Yeah. Uh, and you, are, you immediately have the first cigarette of the movie. 
Oh yeah. Get yeah, right out of the is, way. Which is always nice. Uh and you have a like a I don't know, it was a sailor, someone at a jukebox. I think it was Army. Army. I think they had the route um, between the different branches, but more so back then. And he was listening to, you know, just like 1946 jazz, pretty yeah, much. D- dancing by himself in front of a jukebox, enjoying himself. Yeah. And you have Buzz kind of losing his mind over it, holding his head. And you don't know, like, is this guy for real? Like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, his reaction's a little nuts. He's very confrontational throughout this movie. Yes. Friend or foe, uh, doesn't matter. So he immediately calls it uh, the music a name you should not call the music. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like immediate racism. You're not going to repeat that here? Uh, I mean, you can, I, I suppose. Uh, oh, if, he, you, if you're listening, you've probably seen the movie and you know what he says. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I mean, it's not, he doesn't use the N-word, uh, but he calls it monkey music, which is, yeah. you know, come on. Yeah. Do better, Buzz. Be tiss, better. Tiss. Um. And the, and the guy at the thing is like, ha, puts more money into the jukebox. <laughs> yeah. Well, does he come uh, He comes over first and he's like, who are you calling a monkey? Yeah. And then he goes, then he, you know, tough words are exchanged and he goes back and starts just dumping the money in. Yeah. So Buzz gets pissed off and, uh, and I called him, I think he called him Captain Racist. This is not <laughs> Captain Racist who unplugs the machine. Oh, it doesn't only unplug uh, it, he rips the plug off so you can't plug, plug it back in. Yeah. And they have like a little scuffle. Uh, and Buzz shows off the plate in his head. Yeah, I think that's the reason why. Oh, yeah, because the bartender's yeah. just like, ah, come on, guys, cut it out. Yeah. And then the army guy tells him, go back to your bar before you get a face full of knuckles. <laughs> Very nice. Good dialogue in this. <laughs> and Johnny's trying to calm, calm him down. Uh, George, Hugh Beaumont. Uh, it's pretty mellow throughout all of this. Work cleaver. Yeah, I think his main goal yeah. in this movie was just to tell him to like button his lip. Pretty much, yeah. Take it easy, <laughs> button your lip. Cool it. So, you know, the guy with the jukebox ends up realizing that he's acting this way because of his military service. Mm-hmm. And he kind of apologizes. Yes. This isn't the he's only like, time, too, where like uh, things are de escalated by, ah, skip it. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, and Johnny takes off and he leaves Buzz and George. Yeah, you want to, want to reconnect with his wife, he doesn't seem too yes. thrilled about it. So, Johnny, he goes to like a suite of apartment, like a cabana apartments. It's weird because I called it a hotel, but it is like a tiny, it's like a miniature village of bungalows. Yeah, bungalows that's what yeah. I'm not to use. A bunch yeah, of it's all kind of together. Um, and he goes to see his wife, Helen, um, and there's a, a party going on. Yes. Uh, over there. We're introduced already, by the way, to um, uh, what's his name? Dad Newell. Dad. Oh, he's, the, you the, can just tell immediately he's just like a sleazy piece yeah. of crap. Well, he's so, like the, he's a, he's the, he's a security slash detective for the apartments. Uh, AKA the guy who walks around and spies on you. Yeah. He, and he hits on the, uh, Hits on one of the weight staff at this point. Yeah, what is what's the exact like? Oh, what do you say to you? And he's like, as the way she says something to him, she's like, "Eh, get away from me." I didn't, I didn't note it, but it was gross. Yeah. So, so there's a party going on, uh, and Helen's like, you know, uh, she's with another dude. Uh, first off, <laughs> with the mustache. Yeah, Howard uh, Silva. Her. Actually, Howard Silva. Uh, that's uh, who played Eddie Harwood, and then Dad Newell played yeah. by Will Wright. They were both in They Live by Night. Oh, right. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't recognize um, him without his milky eye at first. Took a sec. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Um, but she's clearly having an affair with him, right? It sh- shows... It shows them, like, in the back, and then she realizes that her husband's there. Yep. Uh, he goes over and is so happy to see him. Uh, and the, the mustached man, the mustachioed man, is Eddie Harwood, uh, who owns the Blue Dahlia nightclub. He's, like, a big a big shot in the city, it seems. Yeah, and he, he realizes what's going on. Johnny realizes what's going on. He sees, he sees her saying goodbye to him at the door. By accident, and, he and, does. It's like a kiss in the cheek, yeah. but then... And then it gets more serious after that. Yeah, and he walks over and he just smacks Eddie in the face. Yeah, that's a good line, too. You got the wrong lipstick on, mister. Yeah. Punch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Eddie leaves. Like, he gets it. He's not going to fight. Yep. Uh, but, boy, they, they talk a little bit. If, you know, they mention uh, their son, Dickie. Oh, I mean, this is crazy. Died. First off, she's, she's like, make sure she like, takes... So everyone has to go home now. Everyone leaves, so my husband can beat me up, is what she says. Yeah. And everyone's, just, everyone's like, oh, and they leave. Yeah, because he finds a picture. It's a picture. It's like a tooth, like a full-length picture of like him, and then the picture of the son, yeah. who he's never seen before, apparently, because he was away at the war. Yeah. Yep. But and the, and the son died while he was away. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> messed, messed up. Well, yeah, that part's not quite there yet, right? So I think... Um, um, yeah. Buzz, Buzz calls at this point, and he and George got an apartment. Uh, and she's just getting more and more pissed at this point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so at this point, she confesses. Like, she's like, oh, you want to know something? I know something about D- Dickie that would, like, really make you mad or something. Yep. Uh, and she confesses that uh, he didn't die of diphtheria, like she had told him. She went out drunk driving because yep. uh, she, she had to go to a party. Uh, and was was it a car smash? A car smash, yep. <laughs> uh, killing him. What's funny and, too? Yeah. Before that, um, when she's like teasing with, you want to really know, and he's like, "Tell me," and he's like, kind of like holding her by the arm. Yeah. And uh, uh, Dad Newell just kind of walks in, like, "What's going on in here?" Hey, hey, doors <laughs> open. But he had a good line too. It was like, "Maybe you ought to pull your blinds down if you're gonna push your wife around." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The total dick. He's a total dick. But she's yeah, she's uh, complaining like I had to have the son. Right. How is she not in prison, by the way? She's the worst. How is she out partying and you know having a good old time? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't go into it. But uh but Johnny pulls out a gun. Uh he has a gun. Yeah. And he threatens her. But then he says, you know, it's like, yeah, you're not worth it, kind yeah. of a thing. I'm gonna leave uh, my monogrammed gun here. Yeah, but I'm like, he tosses it into a chair. It's a gun. It's not like it was free. Yep. Why would you leave it behind? <laughs> but he, he leaves the gun, um, and Helen calls Eddie uh, and leaves a message for him at that point. Yep. So now you cut over to Buzz on the phone, and Helen's on the other line. And she's looking for Johnny, and she explains that they were in an argument. Yes. Um, and George <laughs> George comes in. Buzz is all confused as to what's happening. George is super excited about eggs. Yeah, George is going to make some food, and Buzz is just gone. Okay, he wants wants to find Johnny. I actually have, he said a line about, you know, we'll find him, we'll we'll have him, like, frog stomp him over if we have to. Frog march. But what a frog march is, uh, it's where one person grabs another from the back by the belt and the collar, 
lifts up uh, on the belt to put pressure at the crotch, making him stand on his toes, then pushes him forward to make him walk in the manner resembling a frog. Oh, very uh, nice. Yeah. So, hurt your, hurt it's yourself. forceful, but funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd uh, do it to you. Yeah. <laughs> if you were, only if you requested it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just surprise you with it. <laughs> so Buzz shows up at Helen's apartment, uh, but she's not there. Yeah. And he goes he goes to I'm like, he goes to the apartment bar? <laughs> like there's a bar there? Well they, I think they, they do call it a hotel, but it is strange because it's like a tiny, yeah. like encapsulated neighborhood. It's a, it's like it's a gated community kind of too, because it does have the gate you need a key to get into. It's a strange people clearly, li- people clearly live there. So uh, very strange. Yeah. But uh but he goes to the bar and Buzz sits down next to Helen, who's at the bar. Yeah, by but chance. They don't, they don't know each other. Yeah. So they have a, a little flirtation. Yeah, about buying drinks. Uh, yeah. And uh, she ends up getting them back to her apartment. More of that crazy music is playing. Yeah, but boy. So we cut over there to the Blue Dahlia at this point. It's the first time we see the Blue Dahlia. And it's outside. You see Johnny getting out of a cab across the street from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and inside, you have Eddie and his business partner, Leo. Yes. Uh, and they're yeah. in there talking. They're t- they talk business, a little bit of business. And Leo's not- kind of warning them, you know, stay away from them broads, basically. They're trouble. Oh, yeah. And Eddie, at this point, is like, yeah, like, he's going to end it. He didn't. He met the guy, the husband. He seemed like a good guy. He's like, like yeah, he, I should leave this. I should leave this behind me now. He's like, yeah, like, he was gone, and now he's back. So, all right. Very respectful. So, Kinda like in a shitty way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I guess you get what you get. And then you see the first picture of uh, of Joyce, Eddie's wife. Yes, this that he's separated from. Yeah. Yeah, she had left a message that she's going out of town. And Helen calls, and I just put Eddie breaks up with her, but she's not having it. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's like a like, blackmail. Yeah. Well, you don't really know what they say, though. You don't know what she says. Yeah. Yeah, but something's a, going on. Yeah, something, he agrees to meet with her. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. I have to get over there. So, uh, yeah, Buzz, uh, Buzz isn't having a good time. Nope, there's that darn music again. Yeah, he doesn't like that music, so he leaves. They actually show him leave, though? No. No, they, they show uh, Eddie comes over. Eddie and, goes to Helen's, yeah, and, and the, uh, at the door. And Dad's hiding in the bushes, kind of in plain sight, really. If you just, like... Pay close enough attention, you would see him there with his umbrella. Yeah. Why does everyone call him uh, dead, by the way? I don't know. I'm weird. I, but the guy playing him, by the way, like 50 years old at the time. Yeah. He, he, uh, yeah. I think we, we talked about that when he did uh, a couple of years later yeah. with They Live By Night. He played much yeah. older than he really was. It's crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, Betty, so Eddie goes to Helen and Buzz goes back to his apartment soaking wet. That's what I got. He comes in. Yeah, he, was, he got lost and. Yeah, he doesn't know where he was. George asks him. He doesn't really know. Yeah, and he just is like, ah, leave me alone. Yeah. And uh, and if we're cute to Eddie leaving Helen's, time has now passed. Yep. And dad dad sees this too. So uh, so in the meantime, you have Joyce, Eddie's wife, is driving her car in the rain. Uh, and she picks up a hitchhiker, who's Johnny. But he wasn't even hitchhiking. He was just walking in the road. He was just walking, like, yeah. Hey, First off, why would you walk on the road? I don't know. Different yeah. times. <laughs> I guess they didn't have sidewalks back then. It was Los Angeles, for goodness but, sakes. Uh, 
But they head off towards uh, towards Malibu. Yeah, they're having some small talk. Well, maybe a little. Yeah, I'm really light. I mean, it sounds like they're just they both they're both clearly just trying to get away. Right, and she uh, she sees his his uh, initials on his suitcase. Is trying to guess, and he just lies and says his name is Jimmy Moore. Eventually, right. so that's what she, she, she thinks he is. So okay, so we got the let's see. They so they reach their destination. They they both they go past Malibu. Yeah, uh, they just, just decides to keep going. To, I forget where it is, but it's a little bit past. Yeah. Um, but they park, and he just like see ya, like takes yeah. off. Yeah, I'm done. Um, but it is what it is. But you have the next morning now. Cut over. You have a maid going into Helen's, and uh, oh, dead on the couch. Yeah, well, she she's not surprised. She's like, "Oh, you're drunk again, you idiot." Yeah. But like her reaction is just, "Oh, brother," and she just leaves. <laughs> yeah. But Johnny's guns on the floor. He cuts to a shot of that. Yeah, because the uh, uh, dad gets called and they bring him with the owner over. And I like how the owner's like, "We should call the cops." He's like, "No, no, yeah, let's you know, yeah. let's see what's going on here." And he's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" <laughs> he's like, "Fine." <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, now Johnny's having breakfast uh, over by the ocean there, beachfront property. And who else is there? Joyce. Joyce, she decided to stay. So they they have a, they have a nice little chat. Yeah, they decide um, they're going to go for a walk in the beach before they part ways again. Well, yes, yeah, she asks if the, if he would and if he'll stay or if he's going to take off like he did the night before. Yeah, she's she's so got she, the hubba hubbas yeah. for him. Right, so she leaves in to change her shoes, and you hear the radio getting louder now. Yep, uh, and it's playing a news news bulletin about Johnny, who's wanted for murdering Helen. Yes, yeah, they're pretty. Uh, uh, I guess it's pretty obvious that the gun's there. You're gonna assume it was him. Well, yeah, I mean, you have a, yeah. an ex-husband that just came home. <laughs> yep, he's nowhere <laughs> to be found. Yeah, the wife's clearly having an affair. Yeah, yeah gun, his gun. You do have a witness that they were arguing yeah. prior to that. Um, one thing I want to go back to his height when they're describing him. They leave out his yeah. height in the description of the radio because he was that sensitive about it. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, at the time, he huh. was, a, was a, what would the term be, a slight? He's just like yeah. a smaller man. Yeah, yeah. Playing a tough guy. Hey, he, was, he played it good. Yeah. He had some serious so, uh, Sorry, I had to mention the eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. So she sees him down from like a balcony. Yeah. Um, and she sees him leave. And he, t- he takes his coat off and throws it in a donation bin. Yeah, because it's a, it was yeah. described in the, in the yeah. radio thing. He's like, oh boy, oh no. Yeah. So now you have a, this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. You have George and Buzz brought in for questioning. Oh, yes, yes. And they're seated in the hallway and he keeps poking at the cop. Oh, he's just needling him, copper. But it's funny because it, it goes to the point where the cop just becomes amused because he's like, you get a cigarette, copper? He just laughs. He's like, yeah, here, here you go. Right. He's still like, thanks, copper. Copper? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then Eddie shows up. He, he's wanted as well to talk to the captain. I actually like that scene. When they go in there, they have the weird, like, fake clock that's a recording device. Yeah. He test it. Like by calling and, and then having it relayed back to them, it was weird. Yeah, it was very strange. Was it? I wonder if that was actually legal back then too to like secretly record. 
I think the LAPD was kind of notorious for doing shady shit and being like that. So probably. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the, you have Eddie's uh Eddie's interview, which is pretty fast. It is, but he um, he mentions that they ask where his uh wife is. Like I don't know. Like why why would she be in? You think she's like we're murdered? Her? It's like we didn't say it was murder. It's that old thing though. Where clearly she's been murdered. Why else would you be there? But they're trying to see if they can. You know, they they got him to say something suspicious. Right, right. I know. It's just funny to me. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, I didn't <laughs> say she was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Johnny calls. Uh, <laughs> Johnny calls George. Uh, at this point, a cop answers, so he hangs up. He knows yeah. something's going on. But he's getting tailed. Uh, yeah. Some- but I, uh, that's the cabbie from It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, no kidding. I can't, I don't know his name off, but I was like, I recognize because the cabbie, he looks like Tim, the actor Tim Roth, I think. I can see, I can see that. Yeah. But I was like, that's why I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's Bert or Ernie. I forget it. It's the cop and the cabbie or Bert and Ernie. I forget which one's which. Uh, Bert. Is it Bert? Okay. Was the, I'm the pretty, cabbie? pretty sure it's Bert's the cabbie. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, we also, uh, you, we kind of skipped past this one when Dad Newell was also getting interviewed by the cops. And he immediately takes oh, the right. recording out. He's like, oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he, like, he used to be a cop himself, so he knew the tricks. But Buzz and George, they're allowed to leave. After, of course, after Buzz is just not like, ah, screw you, screw authority. Yeah, Don't trust the cops. Thing. Yeah. So this, is, this part was a little odd. So you have Johnny's trying to find a room. So he's going into places that have no rooms. And then the guy was tra- tailing him. He's just like, hey, you need a room? I'll get you a room. He's like, all right, I'll get in the car with you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? He's a stranger, but... A little weird. Uh, but the guy who drove Johnny and the, and the guy who told him about the place to stay, they go up into this, like, shitty motel, like a seedy motel. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the guy wants 10 bucks. Up front. And then, and then the, the other guys want 10 bucks too, for bringing them there. Yeah, it's, it's a scam. And he's like, fuck you, goes to leave, and a fight breaks out. Yeah. Uh, and they knock him down. They, they do get the best of him here. And then you have that cop shows up. Oh, that was lucky for uh, for Johnny that the cop showed up. Yeah. With the, with the what's all this then? Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you wish. Yeah, uh, but the car that these idiots drove is stolen. Yeah, it's a hot car. So uh, Yeah, so they're taken away, and Corelli, the manager of the motel... Is like no, he's not with them. He, he's trying to get a room. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's just like doesn't. He's unaffected by the whole thing. Yeah, let me show you your yeah. room, anyways. Exactly. He already paid for it. But then you you have him brought into this little tiny room, and he goes to make a phone call. You have Curly listening in on the other extension. I, I thought that was funny. He sneaks up the receiver so he can listen as he's reading the paper. Ugh, so stupid. So <laughs> bad. Uh, and it's Johnny calling Eddie. I don't really know what they're talking about at this point, though. Yeah, do they... I don't recall it being much of anything. You know, there's a lot of, like, uh, kind of open-ended things where you don't really quite know mm-hmm. what's happening. You just know who's talking to who. So now you cut over to Dad sitting in Eddie's office. Yep, he's snuck and, in there. <laughs> yeah, and Eddie comes in and... They kind of they talk about the murder a little bit. I mean, well, he he, uh, he kind of talks. He's like, oh, "I helped you out, more or less." Yeah, he's he's hinting that he wants something, and he gets he gets okay. money. Everything okay there? 
Oh my god, I'm looking for my glasses that are on top of my head. Oh, that might I that might have to keep that as a video clip for something. Uh, no, no. <laughs> let me see it. Let me see it before you use it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, yes, yeah, obviously he's he's like he like the feigned surprise when he gives him money. He's like, oh, thanks. Oh, a cigar? Why not? <laughs> yeah, but, but, sucks. But then Eddie just like outright threatens him. Pretty much like yep. you. Motherfucker. Uh, he is a motherfucker. He is, definitely. So, uh, so Dad leaves, uh, and then Joyce comes in. And he, I don't know. Eddie seems sincere that he wants to try to work it out with her. He, it, like, Kind of like he feels bad, I think. I don't yeah. know. It's one of all of this, you know, Eddie's supposed to be like a, kind of a bad guy, but I don't think he's really that bad a guy. Eh, well, maybe not I, now. He could be reformed. I think he has. Some, I think he has maybe his morals need a little working on. But yeah, he's not genuinely bad. Yeah, I mean, he's not really currently treating people like trash too much. No, he has a past. No. He has a past. He does have a past, but that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, so, anyways, Joyce is not interested. Like, it's over. Yeah, it's, it doesn't. You know, sometimes it's just over. Mm-hmm. Like there is no thing. So she leaves and she sees Johnny out in the, the hallway of the club. Yeah, because he wants to talk to Eddie too. He wants to. It's not even a club, it's like a hotel. I couldn't figure this out because they're, they're in Eddie's office, which is in a club, but it's like a hotel desk. And I didn't understand where they went. Well, let's see. They have the. We talked about the Blue Dahlia office. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that okay, that was that was the club, but then I think this is his private residence, which that which happens to be in some probably high class hotel type. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like well, he, probably, he probably has his own floor, that kind of deal. As we talk about these movies, we do realize that a lot of people lived in hotels back then. Yeah, we, I think we've Especially seen that. LA. I've seen that in uh, film noir, but also on our other one, Black and White Fright. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that happening too. All right, so she leaves and sees him. Um, and but she goes up a floor and looks down and calls the front desk and has them hand the phone to him, yeah, which is pretty smart. Get out, uh, and she tells him, Yeah, she tells him to leave. And there's two two idiots, cops come in and they're standing like right next to him. Oh, they totally miss him, not yeah, not noticing. Uh, but he leaves and she follows and he's waiting for her in her car, in her car, which is somehow Uh, started already, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, Nunafer is like, where do you get a car from? But then the yeah. turns. That's <laughs> confused. But she thinks she's innocent. Because of course she does. Because mm-hmm. she knows she knows him. He's like, you don't he's like, you don't know me. She's got googly eyes uh, for him. But he starts to get suspicious because she's always like in the right place at the right time and Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, there's something about her that's just it, a little... Honestly, and she it, knows too, too, so much at this point. But it really is luck, I think. I think no, it's it is. A total coincidence, but, but I can't like, of you. But now she knows who he is, and she knows his wife, and she knows that her husband was having an affair with his wife. Yeah. And she knows all this stuff, and she can't really tell him. Mm-hmm. So it's... it's she's you know, okay with I, it. I get it. Yeah, but he's suspicious, you know? So he's just... Like, yeah, like, you did, you Dane. Oh, no. Was she taken with, though? Was she what? Does she, she just leaves in there, right? Yeah, she asks if, she, if he wants to stay. He's like, yeah. yep. So yep. she leaves. So you cut over at a shot now of Corelli going through Johnny's stuff. 
very casual. He just busts up. He breaks open a suitcase. Yeah, and he's looking at uh, he's looking at the that double photo of of Johnny and Dickie, uh, and Johnny interrupts him. But he's <laughs> boy, a, a there's, a line, there's a line coming up that is only from the forties. Because if you said this line now, the the meaning of it gets changed a little. I was like, even back then, it's a ridiculous line. Which is, why didn't you tell me you were hot? I've taken care of lots of hot boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, wow. It's a different time. Uh, but he tries to take the photo of Johnny and his son. Mm-hmm. But he gets smacked out. And the photo, the glass of the photo breaks. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to get the photo of his son out of the glass. And he notices there's writing on the back of it. Yeah, special note from his ex-wife. He, yeah, so to have note Helen wrote, uh, like, if anything ever happens to me, Eddie Harwood used to be named Bauer, and he's wanted for murder by the New Jersey State Police. Yeah. So, take that, Eddie. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So, of course, he takes it. So, not so good a guy. But Corelli doesn't like getting punched out. Yeah. He calls Leo. And Leo's like, who the fuck are you? Okay, I'll listen. Yeah, pretty much. Um, in the meantime, you have Johnny going to see Eddie, and he accuses him of killing Helen. Yes. Uh, but while he's doing that, Joyce comes in. Yeah, ruins his plan, because he's going to, like, you know, I know something about you. Like, you've been to yeah. Jersey lately? He's like, no, why do you say that? <laughs> he's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Joyce comes in, and he does, like, the double take. He's like, thanks a lot, more or less. <laughs> pretty much. But, oh, and then, I don't know, the scene was kind of rough. He goes to see George and Buzz at this point, and they're so happy to see him because they oh, haven't seen him, like, this whole time. Especially Buzz. And they're, and they're like, yeah, Buzz is like, uh, you know, the the dogs from Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just he goes along. He's definitely, he's, he's, like, he's like his lap man. Right, pretty much. Um, but they're super, super happy to see him. Now, George is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, they don't have enough. They don't have enough to convict you and, and all that. And But as they're talking, he realizes that they think that he did it. Right. They're like, Because they're saying, too, if, you, if it's better if you just, like, turn yourself in now than, than wait anymore, hiding out, right? And that was what yeah. they're suggesting? Yeah, and it's like... You feel bad because you know these are like his best friends, and even they're like, "Well, you clearly did it, dude." Like, yeah, like we're with you, we'll back you, but you yeah, give yourself up. So yeah, so he leaves. He gets mad and leaves. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. What they think is he gets pinched by the cops, but it's really not the cops. Yeah, he, yeah, he leaves in a car. He thinks he's being arrested. Yeah, it's weird though. What is a courtesy badge? Is it? I don't know. I might, I might look that up as we're uh, yeah. Because because at first he's in the badge. He's like, let me see it again, and he's like, this is just a courtesy badge, and they start uh, to try to have a fist fight in the front seat of a car. <laughs> oh, what I like about this, I, I think in a past episode, I think we lamented that we haven't seen any uh, flapjacks in any of these movies. We had it in mm-hmm. this one. We actually yeah. had real deal. So this yeah, episode yeah. has got steam cigarettes and flapjacks. There you go. Special. Flapjacks? Is that what it's called? Is it a slapjack or a flapjack? Blackjack. Is it a blackjack? I, yeah. it was, I don't know. I don't well, know either one. It. it might be. 
It might be called both. What did I call it again? A flapjack? Yeah, which is a pancake. A pancake? It is a pancake. Yeah. You know what I meant, though. I did. I'm going to re-edit my parts. I, I agreed with you. So, there you go. <laughs> well, no, I saw him uh, pull a pancake out of his coat pocket and he hit him with a pancake. Yeah. Really it's, dense one. This goes, it's delicious. For the pancake out of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, these guys aren't cops. One, It's Leo driving. And, like, one of his goons. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell if it was Leo at first or just, like, a Leo lookalike, but it's Leo. Because uh, at first, he's just driving, and I'm like, yeah, who is this fellow? Uh, but, yeah, they they bring him to a, uh, like, a kind of like a cabin kind of thing set up um, and smack the shit out of him. Uh, yeah, they, um, yeah, they, he's what their game plan is. I think it, uh, I don't know, I think it wasn't like Eddie was in on it eventually, because he goes out there, like, he knew about it. Yeah, or or they called him. Call him, but he was fine with going out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of weird. Like I didn't really know what their goal was. Like if you're gonna kill him, kill him. But why would you kill? Like why do you even want him? Yeah, that's never really explained. Because Corelli, the dude at the shit motel, doesn't like him. Like I don't know how many ten dollar bills this guy have to pay you. <laughs> Interesting note I have about that too. Like when they when they bring him in and they're gonna they put him on the bed thinking he's unconscious and he fights back. Yeah. And then Leo gets put through a kind of put through a table, and then how I later on that, I have that note. Yeah. Nursing his foot and he, he actually had an injury, like a broken leg, like a for real. He broke, he broke his leg. Yeah. They kept it in. They like rewrote it for that so he yeah. could be uh, nursing his foot and sitting down. That's that's uh, Leo, yeah. which is which is. It works out great because it becomes this ridiculous scene of Leo with his like sock off and his pants rolled up, yeah. with his foot in a little pan of water. Like his thug's like being so like nice to him. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And he's like, oh, thanks. Just, you know, anytime you have Johnny passed out on the floor, he's like, hey, hey, you better go tie him up. Yeah, <laughs> but I like it too because the thug's just going through his belongings, trying to be sneaky about it, and he finds the the picture with the note on it. Yeah, he's like, oh. he's like, did he have anything in his billfolds? He's like, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, what else you find? He's like, I don't know what he's talking about. All right. And he like, shows shows him he shows him the photo. Yeah, and he just knocks him out. Oh, Leo he, just knocks out the goon. He gets the blackjack too. Yeah. Yeah. you kind of uh, they're legal illegal in most states. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he said he says something like you know. But having some honor, like you don't just rob the guy, fucking yeah. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll kill him, but don't fucking rob him. Jesus, <laughs> have a little class, you jerk. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then you have uh, Buzz and George go to see Eddie at the Blue Dahlia, mm-hmm. and uh, Joyce comes into Eddie's office and she talks to George and Buzz for a little bit because Eddie takes off. Yeah, he gets. He supposedly gets a call from a police captain, but it's. Really not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she she knows him. She's like, you must be like Buzz and George. Yeah, I, there's, but Buzz there is like it. witchcraft. Tries to kill her. <laughs> the the plate in my head. It done, <laughs> it, it done got me again. <laughs> but no, she tells him Johnny told her about them, and but the music's triggering Buzz again. The music. Oh yeah. It's into like when they. I like how they actually have it get all like sound weird when he's. Like freaking yeah. out. A nice effect. 
As much as I don't like his term for jazz music, he was pretty good in the movie, generally. Yeah, he was. Um, so Joyce is like picking at a Blue Dahlia. There's Blue Dahlias everywhere. I mean, I'm trusting they were blue. They said they were blue. Um, yeah, they said they were blue. But She's knows? picking at a Blue Dahlia, and he remembers... He starts having like a weird flashback to being yeah. at Helen's and Helen picking at a Blue Dahlia with the same kind of music. He lumps all the music together. Yeah. Um, and that she picked up the Blue Dahlia too. So he, re- he remembers. He remembers that he went to Helen's. So um, we have a meantime cuts back over. You have Johnny kind of coming too. Uh, and he breaks free pretty easily. Well, it's funny though. Because... Uh, uh, the guy sitting there still nursing his foot, and he, he tips the table over, and it lands right on his foot. Yeah, he does the yow! Yeah. Kind of yeah. And then he, he chokes him unconscious. Yeah. Um, and he's he still is uh, tied up. His hands are tied, so he's trying to undo him, and Eddie shows up. Yes, yeah, so he has to hide. And Eddie goes in and sees Leo knocked out, but uh, but Johnny comes in behind him, and he says, hey, Bauer. Mm-hmm. He, did he make a phone call first? I don't recall. I thought he got on the phone about something, but I don't remember. I don't recall, but, but he did not. He still denies killing Helen, but he admits. Yeah, he has, a, he, he has a regret where there was a bank job that went bad in New Jersey like a long time before. Uh, and yeah, he's power. Yeah, uh, but he tells him too, like it wasn't matter anyways. Your pal already confessed. Oh, right. Yeah. Buzz has confessed to the murder. Uh, and Leo comes to during all this and scuffle. Bad, bad shot Leo. That was his nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tries to shoot Johnny, but I don't think it helps. Eddie kind of like came over, like he just like stands there, like looking over him. Did he yeah. pull a gun out too? Looks like he made uh, a pull the gun out too. Yeah, I think, I think he did. Yeah. yeah. But Leo, Leo shoots Eddie dead. And what did Leo, what about Leo? I forget. Did he get shot dead too? He gets shot too, yeah. So like they kind of shot, they probably shot each other, and Johnny exactly. got lucky. Yeah. Yep. And Johnny just, yo, Ram's yep. <laughs> um, So back in the office now, you have Buzz confessing to going to Helen's at least. Well, had he actually, are... had they actually say it? Did he actually say it? Because you're like, come on, say it. One guy's getting well, really no, mad he, at him. He admits he goes. He went to. He admits that he was at her apartment because he describes the Blue Dahlia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not that he killed her, no. They're trying to get him to force a confession. Right. Uh, which is it's ridiculous. Ridiculous what they're doing. Here. Yeah. Because he so obviously didn't do it. It's like, relax, everybody. <laughs> but uh, but in comes Johnny. Uh, holding, holding the gun. And he just throws the gun to Buzz. And yeah. he holds up a match. I think it's my cat. So it's like a weird noise. It's my cat. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got the buzz and holds up the holds up the match and he well, says, "Light it up." Yeah, they mentioned something about how the she was like shot at like point blank. Yeah, but what does it matter if like if you? I don't know. I guess, that, your... I, guess that, I guess that he wouldn't have to be up close. Okay, because he was a he was a, a dead eye shot. Yeah, because one shot and the match is lit. Yeah. And you see Buzz, Buzz is all excited to be doing this. So clearly they did this a lot during the war. Funny if you got so excited he just started shooting everyone. Right. <laughs> but then but Buzz grabs his head and he realizes the music. So he sees Joyce and he nods for her to turn up the music. Yeah. So she turns it up and he goes like crazy. But he remembers Yeah. He remembers the night before. And they they start talking about dad. 
at this like, point. Because he's there. He's there. How do you even get there? Yeah. Was, he, was he summoned? Like, how do you end up there? I don't know. It didn't it's, say. It's left out. I know the ending but, uh, was written. It was. Yeah. Yeah, the original ending, which we'll talk about afterwards, sounded much better. Yeah. But uh, but they realized that Dad's Dad's kind of everywhere in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they realized that that he told the cops when the shot was heard, but like, he pinned the time down. Yeah. Like all everything is came from him, but he's like the prime suspect, really. Yep. So I like though that it's kind of like, well, like, you can go. Yeah. And he goes, he's like, all right, fellas, if I can yeah. be of help for you, I don't know. Yeah, gotta go to work to anyways. And they're like, where do you think you're going? Yeah. <laughs> like, like an idiot. Uh, but he confesses. They get him to confess that he yeah. killed Helen. But it's so comical how he, he pulls the gun on him. Like, you're not going to get me. And someone happens to open the door to him and he gets shot immediately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's uh, pretty much it. That's it. Yep. It's. Uh, it appears that uh, Johnny and uh, Johnny and Joyce and then Joyce become an item, and I don't know some some kind of joke about. It doesn't Joyce, really go but, into it, which honestly I'm happy about. There wasn't yeah. much of a a romance, really. It was more just. It was hinted at that maybe they were like the beginnings of a romance, but it wasn't actually like a full-on romance, which like, I appreciated. It wasn't like the typical movie where within 24 hours, like, I love you, darling. Right, right. which I, I, I honestly, I, I appreciated that, especially considering it was Alan Ladd and Veronica Lake, like, together again. and Yeah, you know, this couple. It, wasn't their, it wasn't their first movie together? Uh, I don't know if this is their first or, or, or not. It was part of the thing, but they clearly wanted to make them like an on-screen couple, you know? Yeah. Well, I think he appreciated that because of the height thing, and I'm being serious. Yeah, maybe. I think he. I read that he resented working with uh, the woman who played his wife in the movie because she was taller than he was. Yeah. So they like they, they purposely like had her sitting down or leaning against things. Oh boy. I can't. You you're gonna resent someone just because they happen to be taller than you. Apparently. Come on. So so I have I have a little bit of trivia, not a ton. Uh, same here, but yeah, hit me with what you got. I probably just did the same things. Well, one of them was, of course, the, was the fight scene, and one of the thugs, you know, which is uh, Leo, uh, is he's soaking his, his broken leg. Uh, but yeah, he broke really broke his leg, but uh, <laughs> which is, eh, but uh, so this is written by Raymond Chandler. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, the director didn't even consult him, just rewrote the script to have the character break his leg. So they could continue. Well, that's it, because that's what actually happened. They had they had to yeah. kind of like do it on the spot, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so there, there's like a real loose tie to the to the Black Dahlia, the famous murder victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was she was murdered a year after this came out, and it's hard to prove t- prove anything because she can't tell you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the word was always that it was tied to this movie that someone someone nicknamed her the Black Dahlia, or she even nicknamed herself that, based on the title of this movie. Because this is a very popular movie. Oh, so she had that nickname before she died. Yes. Oh, I thought it was. I thought they called her that afterwards. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the only other piece I got really is uh, uh, Raymond Chandler. Uh, he wanted Buzz to be the murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the U.S. Navy was like, "The fuck no!" Like, no. Yeah, give us a bad not. image. 
You can't have a service member going crazy because he hurt his head during service. Yep. Like, good Lord. Which, to be fair, during the war, eh, they have a point. Yeah. (laughs) It it would have been a a more original ending. It would have been, but uh, but they threatened to never, ever cooperate with any Paramount production in the future if that ending is left in the film. So Chandler is like, uh, okay. Wait, so like, how, how much was the Navy in on making making the pictures back then? Uh, I think, especially during the war, probably quite a bit. I mean, you would have, you would let them in film in places or oh, okay. jumping things. You know, you, you're talking, this is 46. Mm-hmm. They used them a lot during World War II. No, who knows what's happening? You know, we just got through World War II. You're probably going to need them again. You don't really want to lose the military, you know? Yeah, no, I guess. You're right. Okay. So Don't yell at me. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. But, uh, but, yeah, so he changed it to make uh, another character the killer, which is why I think Dad feels kind of like an add-on. He's not a really fleshed-out character. He's, like, the weakest character in this movie because he just kind of shows up. But what were uh, the most important? Yeah, but he is, like, tacked on. Yeah. Yeah, he does start show because he shows up at uh, George and Buzz's at one point too to give them some info for some money. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's he's a weak link in this movie, but he, but I mean he's needed, yeah, because he needed another murderer. Yeah, I like to suspect George the murderer. Who would suspect George the lawyer? Figure it out. Yeah. What if it was the police captain? Sure. <laughs> Maybe. Turns out it was Johnny. Hey, why not? What a twist. The one you think did it, did it. Yeah, he just comes from the club and he's just like, it was me! And he sticks his hands out to be handcuffed and just take him away. <laughs> yeah. I did do it. <laughs> what do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was uh, it was good. You said you have uh, more trivia or not? Oh, know? let me see if I had anything else. Mine, let's see. Um... Yeah, that one of the height stuff, the leg business has been covered. Oh, I guess Raymond Chandler he wasn't a fan of Veronica Lake's performance. He referred to her as Miss Mor- Moronica Lake. Oh boy! And let's see, I have a quote here: "The only time she's good is when she keeps her mouth shut and looks mysterious. The moment she tries to behave as if she had a brain, she falls flat in her face. The scenes we had to cut out, the scenes we had to cut out because she loused them up. And there are three god awful close shots." Of her looking perturbed that make you want to throw my lunch over the fence. Wow. Harsh right. words. I didn't think she was that bad, but uh, me, me I'm not either. Raymond Chandler. Yeah. Uh, you know, her big thing was, of course, her hair. Yeah. Um, she had that, that the famous hairstyle. I think um, they'll look it on you. You should try it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a lot to work with at the moment, but maybe. Just give us some time. Um, you can do it. Yeah. I'll just do this the shaved head. I'll try to crimp it. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> just, just, just a scalp. Crimp, crimp, yeah, crimp, crimp scalp, yes. Oh. Think <laughs> what's, what's that burning smell? Um, no, I, I mean, I, listen, her, her role isn't even that big in this movie, really. I mean, it isn't, it isn't. Um, quite honestly, she could have been written out of the movie. The movie would have continued on pretty much just fine. They could have figured it out. Yeah. She didn't really play much of a role. Um, she helped but, him a little bit, though. Yeah. 
I thought she was pretty good, though. I don't know. I think Raymond Chandler's... The, I, I'm going to write a letter to his grave. I actually liked, for her small role, his wife, who was um, played by Doris Dowling. She was great. I mean, she's, listen, you know they were like, listen, you just have to be a bitch. And she was like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a horrible oh person. Oh, my gosh. She was, I mean, the character was, like, really despicable, yeah. especially when yeah. she reveals what happened to the son. And, and laughs. It lasts, but even like after that, she's uh, at some point she's like, I had to like raise a son by myself, but I didn't want. Like, she didn't want that. Yeah, terrible person. Terrible. Yeah, you don't feel bad when she's dead. Oh no, not at all. Yeah, I also like the uh, the very beginning of the movie at the party. The woman that's like, and who are you? Like the drunk woman. Oh yes. I forget his. He says something about. Uh, he like insults all the party goers before they leave too, which I liked. I forget yeah. what he says exactly, but <laughs> everyone's just like, "Well, I never," <laughs> and you never will. Yeah. Oh boy. So, uh, all right. I mean, we're kind of cranking through this one. There's nothing wrong with that. I, 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 this is one of those movies where there's, I mean, there's a not. The action's kind of concise. There's a lot of dialogue. We could have gone through some more of the dialogue, oh. I suppose. Well, it was very well written, of course, Raymond Chandler. Um, you know, I, I was trying to remember when the first appearance of a gun was because I meant to note it. Well, it's almost right away because remember he takes his gun out after the argument before he leaves his wife. That's technically right. it. Okay. It's not like so he kind of pulls cigarettes are at the bar. Oh, cigarettes right away. There. And yeah. then the first the first game would be the party the too. Yeah, you got two dames in this one. Well, actually, the first game would be the kind of bubbly one that's drunk. Yeah, all right. Yeah, very minor one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we, we, wow. And the blackjack, not a flapjack, a blackjack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my! I used, to, I used to have a blackjack years and years and years ago. Ooh. No, I, no, I had a friend gave me one when I lived in town. Just say, uh, you know, like to have it in case I you want to smack it. someone about the head with this. No, my apartment has broken into a couple times over the years, so I ended up I had it like over like a door jam. Yeah. I, I don't want to ever do, ever do with yeah. Oh, you taking my TV? I'll kill you. Yeah, like that's <laughs> even because a blackjack. If you hit someone in the back of the head, they're fucked. Go for the shin. I'm not coordinated enough for that. You'd be panicking. You'd aim for the head, and you would kill them. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really of the whole. You want to go down an eye for an eye thing? Uh, I don't really agree with it, but okay. But like you know, an eye for like. Uh, 20 bucks in your wallet isn't really quite the same thing. Right. So. You don't want uh, involuntary manslaughter for something like that. <laughs> I, I don't want to know that I killed someone for something that I just went out and bought a new one of at Walmart like the next day. Yeah. Oh, there's my heater. Do you hear it? Oh, very nice. Yeah. As always. So, so what, you want to do final judgment? Final judgment, ratings and whatnot. Yeah, this is uh, this is one that I actually saw before. I still, I liked it very much. I think what helped along a lot was the dialogue. I mean, there's a lot of talking, but it's a lot of good talking. I mean, I mean, Buzz especially, whatever he says, is it's just like, I don't know, it, I don't have the, some of the quotes down here, but he has like a retort, like a witty retort to everything, like immediately. Well, yeah, he's, he's a sassy man. He is a very sassy man. What's it to you? Kind of thing. <laughs> oh, he goes off at one point about how much he hates cops. Oh yeah, like to a cop, yeah, like right in the, right in their face. But like, I mean, you just boy, you think people don't like cops today? Good lord! 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was uh, a well shot. I, I did like the story, despite the uh, some of the weaknesses with, uh, like you said, like Dad is kind of underdeveloped sure. and just kind of there. But I think the, uh, the uh, Will Wright who played him did a very good job as playing this just really this sleazeball piece of shit that you are glad yeah. to see gets his comeuppance at the end. I got I got a, the quote by the way for the party. Oh, go on. Seems I've lost my manners, or would anyone here know the difference? Oh shit! Yeah. Ouch! <laughs> Out you go, everyone. <laughs> there, there are some good lines. Half the cops in LA are looking for you. Only half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. It's kind of nice. Clean yeah. sheets every day. They tell me. How often do they change the fleas? Zing! Oh, <laughs> oh Johnny. What if that sent Curly away crying? I'm trying my best. <laughs> that, that's what puts him over the edge. Yeah, that's what that's, that's why fine. he called. He didn't call yeah. Leo about that. He, even though he, he, he's recovering from getting hit, the reason he called was because he said something about my bed sheets. <laughs> I like uh, Leo. There's a great line from Leo. Just don't get too complicated, Eddie. When a man gets too complicated, he's unhappy. And when he's unhappy, his luck runs out. Yeah, and that's, that's what happened. a great line. And then uh, <laughs> I was going through some lines, if you don't mind. Oh, sure. No, not at all. It's Eddie and, Eddie and the captain. He goes, am I under suspicion? He goes, I don't know. How do you feel about it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a great line. That's a great line. I think it's after he mentioned uh, the police, the captain's like, what? It's a, yeah, <laughs> a weird one at the very beginning where they sit down at the bar. And he, and Buzz says bourbon straight with the bourbon chaser. Yep. And Johnny goes, same. And George goes, Two separate glasses. Get it? Because he wants bourbon and a bourbon chaser. And the bartender just goes, why wouldn't I get it? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, why wouldn't... What are you doing? Like, what, who are you weird people? Uh, <laughs> when he sits down next to Helen, or he goes to sit down next to Helen. Oh, the other guy hitting on her. The guy goes, hey, you, that's my seat. And he goes, go pick yourself an orchid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He had the best lines in the movie. And then this is a dad Newell in the assistant hotel manager. Since a dad goes, been dead for hours. He goes, suicide? Could be. The manager goes, better be. Dad goes, "Uh uh-uh, too much gun. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, what? Uh, I like, too, when uh, Corelli's like, after the cop leaves after the slap around. He goes, you still want that room? And he goes, you sure nobody's dead in it? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is a great line, too, I thought. I like uh, Helen. I take all the drinks I like, anytime, any place. I go where I want to with anybody I want. I just happen to be that kind of girl. Yeah, yeah, you can admit it. Yeah, oh boy. Uh, and (laughs) And then when Joyce and Johnny meet, her line to him, uh, she says, get in. And he's like, eh. And she goes, well, you could get water if you lie down in the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good line. And he's like, all right, I'm in. Anyways, those are some, you were talking about the writing. And the movie's filled with that. It's just a lot of great lines. Oh, yeah. I was looking up, uh, what else? Uh, it's William Bendix. That was Buzz. See what else he might have done. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, um, he was on a TV show. He was. It was. Uh, I have it here. Life O'Reilly. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if he did the radio show as well. I, that I don't know. I'm, I'm actually not that old. 
Um, he, so he, he was in the Babe Ruth story. That was his big thing, his big break. He played Babe Ruth. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he did the, the radio. I like, though, that, you know, he married a, a childhood friend. Oh, that's nice. And they stayed married until he died. He was also in The Hairy Ape. Oh. <laughs> he was in Two Mugs from Brooklyn. <laughs> two Mugs. I've... Mug number one or mug number two? <laughs> he played Timothy Tim McGarren. Why? Yeah, clearly you're gonna be called Tim if your name's Timothy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But he did movies up till the sixties. <laughs> he was in a movie called Wakes Island. He was Private Aloysius K. Smacksy Randall. Oh boy. Oh, he was in a second I... movie called Tim, where he was Timothy Tim McGarren too. Brooklyn Orchid. Huh. He died of a chronic stomach ailment that brought on malnutrition and ultimately lobar pneumonia. That sounds fun. Jesus. But yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't very old. He's only 58 when he died. But he acted up until he died. Yeah, all the cast was young when they all in their 50s. Yeah. Although Hugh Beaumont made it, and I think he made it longer. Let's yeah. Check out you. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was 73. I think um, Howard De Silva. Who played Eddie Howard? Yep. I think he went to his seventies as well. Yeah, seventy-six. Well, it's good what a couple of them do. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, my rating on this, I didn't give that. Yeah, yeah, I liked nope. it a lot. It's, I still found it really enjoyable the second time. I gave it uh, eight insanity-causing mental plates, metal plates in your head. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. That's you know, that's good. Like yeah. Too locked. Uh, think? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a personal preference for this one. I I yeah. can see it eight. I also um, think the dialogue really really helped for me. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's great, great dialogue throughout, throughout the movie. Great dialogue. Um, I had seen it, but I hadn't seen it in a very long time. I actually didn't remember a lot of it, like most of it. I yeah, remember the, the ending. I forgot that who actually did it until the end. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, and there were just some things I was like, "What? I don't remember." I think I would have remembered that, but it had been a very long time. I think I saw it on TV like a <laughs> wait, long time ago. Wait, his his wife gets shot and dies at the beginning. I don't recall that at all. <laughs> What's happening? The main plot point? Uh, um, but I thought, you know, everyone in it's really good. Um, and, and, you know, it's uh, it's pretty good for a talkie. Yeah. <laughs> talking pictures. Um, so I would give it uh, seven soaking legs in a bath. Hmm. Unscripted. Yeah. <laughs> Unscripted. Uh, I, would, I would give it a seven. But, you know, a decent seven. I, I, listen, it has its faults. Uh, I, I get why they did it. The rewriting to make Dad the Killer is pretty weak. Mm, yeah, uh, you know when you when you're watching it, 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 it's the only part of the movie that's not fulfilling. You're just like, like well, yeah, you, you want him to get caught because he's such an asshole. Like throughout the movie, well, you get uh, to see him get shot, killed. So that's something you do. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of like it was, it was like just a cop out. Yeah, he was just kind of weak. You could tell that you could tell that he was just kind of added. It's kind of like they filmed it all, and then we're like, ah, fuck. And they had to film it and throw him in some scenes. <laughs> Let's get some uh, shitty old man. I mean, he's fine, and I can't believe he's like fifty years old and he's not like seventy. But <laughs> I, he was he was on the Andy Griffith show like twenty years later, playing an old man. He looked nice. I remember seeing it when I was a kid. He yeah. looks the same. He looks the same. It's the same he looks, guy. He kind of looks, and, and 
I actually mean this. I'm not trying to make it too much of a joke, but he kind of looks like Margaret Hamilton. <laughs> you can picture him just like the Wicked Witch, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, he could have had an entirely different career. Yeah. Actually, but I think I like he, does, he does say at one point, I'll get you my pretties in this. Oh, he says that to Johnny? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, oh, you're one of those hot boys? Yeah. Yeah, and then at one at one point he's in a garden. He's just going poppies, poppies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so uh, I actually have my choice prepared oh. this time. Wow, very yeah, nice. I have it in giant red font. In my notes, my my choices because I would have forgotten if I hadn't typed it out. I'm I gonna was ch- going to change this one, but so I have, I already have my next one picked out too. Oh, save it, save it for later. Yeah, Take it easy. Yeah. Uh, I'm picking out from 1947, A Kiss of Death. Which, um, I look back, it was the uh, the first movie for Richard Widmark. I know that much about it without having to look, but I can take a quick look-see at it. I don't think I've seen it, but I think I have it. Well, it's on our list of things to do, and it's noted that neither of us have. Okay, yeah. Uh, look at who else. 47's Kiss of Death. Victor Mature. Oh yeah, okay. Colleen Gray, Brian Dunleavy, hmm. but yeah, there is something that I'm aware of that happens in the movie. I won't give it away. Yeah, yeah. but that I found to be hilarious, even though it's not meant to be. Okay, but yeah, so I'll tell you what nice. I what that scene is when we talk about it next time. Very nice. I will, in our one of the other shows that we do, a black and white fright. We just did whatever happened to Baby Jane. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have to watch more Betty Davis movies. So I was going to pick a Betty Davis film noir. Oh, then yeah. he reminded me that I had already chosen this, so I went ahead. Oh, next, there's always next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I added one of hers to my to my list. All right. Yeah. Well, there we have well, it. Yeah, so uh, Black and White Frights, the other show we do. I mean, if you like this at all, even remotely. But like horror movies, we do horror movies with uh, with our pal, Paolo Kevin. <laughs> friend of mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, both, yeah, both those are on blackandwhitefright.com if it interests you to check yeah. it out. And uh, we also do Secret Underground Hideout, which is uh, more nonsense than this. Pop so culture, nostalgia, weirdness. Also with uh, Kevin and our friend Mike as well. A lot of fun in that one. Yeah, it's wacky. It is. Zany stuff. Zany stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah, alright. There it is. That's it. We did so, it again. Uh, we did. Go uh, hit your pal with the blackjack for keeping the stuff from you. Yeah. Uh, goodbye. See you, coppers. Guns. Games. Cigarettes. <laughs>